0: This economic report is sponsored by Rick Kelb, Wealth Management Advisor with Northwestern Mutual since 1983 on Spring Street, Nevada City at rickkelb.com. Well, welcome back, Gary. Welcome back to KVMR. I thought we should talk about the economic news, starting with the huge revisions in the recent job numbers and then moving on to inflation and concerns about the spike in inflation.
1: Well, thank you, Paul. Uh, Yes, there were huge upward revisions to the number of jobs created this summer when the preliminary monthly estimates were surprisingly weak. So the revised numbers, as more employers are reporting actual data, there are certainly disruptions there from COVID. So the revised data are coming in much stronger. They've added another 626,000 jobs during the summer months. Uh, So, for example, the first August number showed only 235 thousand new jobs being created after the more complete august data were reported two months later the, the decrease was uh more than double added at 483,000 jobs in the month so that's much more <laughs> much better news uh for the labor markets and um for job seekers so you know you know we're still down a few million jobs from the pre-covid days in early 2020 um uh, But that's, you know, basically much better news coming from the labor markets. And we'll we'll suggest the economy will will be reporting faster growth in the first uh, for the summer. Let's move on to inflation, Paul. Uh, Certainly there is a recent spike in inflation indicators in 2021 Um, in the course of future inflation. That's on the minds of all policymakers, investors, businesses, consumers and even economists.
0: Well, Gary, now that's more of the bad news is about the inflation. Tell us more about it.
1: Well, there are a number of important inflation measures um they're calculated in different ways and measure different types of overall inflation or the overall increase in the national price level you know for example one of the more popular ones is the consumer price index or cpi that's the measure of a price level of a basket of goods and services that um, consumers consume uh and it's a popular measure uh looking at it over a year or over or the you know percent change over a twelve month period. I like to look at the longer period, just because there's you know variability in the monthly numbers, and the longer period gives you a better estimate of trend.
0: Well, Gary, why should I pay attention to the CPI inflation index? I mean, how might that affect me personally?
1: Well, the CPI is used in a number of ways, Paul. It it includes you know determining the size of the <laughs> The size of your annual Social Security payment increases for the folks on Social Security. Um, it'll be determining annual increases in many labor contracts. Uh, the, they're tied to the CPI uh, price index. So the CPI inflation index is you know, really important to many of us.
0: Well, how much has the inflation measure increased from, say, a year ago? Um, can you give us uh, a comparison?
1: Yes, let's start uh, with the published CPI uh, price index. A year ago, in October 2020, data indicated that the CPI inflation index uh, over the prior year was rising at about 1.2 percent at an annual rate. Um, you know, and that's somewhat slower than it had been increasing over the prior decade. But, you know, of course, during that period, the economy had just taken a huge hit from COVID. Um, however, as the economy started to rebound and expanded rapidly from the you know COVID pandemic and recession, the, the problems started arising post-COVID and the CPI inflation numbers began to soar. We had rapid expansion in the economy or at least parts of the economy, shifts in spending away from the service sector towards uh, more manufactured goods um, and shortages there, uh, worsening supply chain disruptions uh, caused by COVID, you know, labor shortages and rising wages. And all of those sorts of things are then adding to at least the short term inflation pressures.
0: Well, just how much higher are the CPI inflation uh, numbers over the past 12 months?
1: Okay. Well, as, as the CPI has spiked this year by June, it was increasing um, at a 5.3% annual rate over the prior 12 months. And then when the October numbers came in, it had climbed to uh, 6.2% over the prior 12 months. So that's you know much higher. And that 6% obviously sent shockwaves through the economy. And it raised questions about whether the spike was temporary arising from the COVID disruptions or whether it was the beginning of a longer term increase in inflation expectations and, and
0: But there seems to be a debate going on right now as to whether the spike in inflation is temporary or permanent. (laughs)
1: Good question. Yes, absolutely. If the inflation is caused by the temporary supply chain disruptions and labor shortages, then we might expect that the economy will return to more normal operation as the temporary disruptions and shortages ease and the inflation pressures going forward should weaken. Um, On the other hand, you know, if the pandemic should worsen or continues and the disruptions continue longer and, you know, the longer a four or five or six percent inflation persists, the more businesses and workers and consumers and advanced investors will start expecting you know, inflation or inflation expectations to continue, and they'll start building in higher inflation expectations to protect them against the loss of purchasing power caused by a, a higher you know, overall inflation rate.
0: Uh, just to, uh, if, from my viewpoint, higher infla- f- inflation is the same as a smaller paycheck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, it, it reduces the purchasing power of your paycheck, Paul. Exactly.
0: Okay, Gary, a number of Federal Reserve policymakers have indicated they expect the spike in inflation to be temporary. Tell us about that.
1: Yes, Fed Chair Jay Powell, for example, has uh, noted in comments that he expected this to be a temporary spike in inflation that you know won't continue uh, too long. Um, and he expects that inflation numbers will fall back closer to the Fed's 2% goal. You now, we could look at the september um, fed policymakers projections and they'll be doing another one in december uh, for their preferred inflation index which is called the personal consumption uh, price index and they they uh, were projecting you know that it would fall to the 2.2 percent range in 2021 20, and 2022 but right now it's it's up uh, just above you know 4 4%, 4 percent, 4.2 percent and i think in the Last September numbers, it was at 4.4% at an annual rate over the past 12 months. So, you know, again, both of these indexes are are well above the Fed's 2% inflation goal.
0: Yeah, that was my next question. That's uh, double the inflation goal of 2%. Is this a concern for the Fed?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, And it should be. Um, You know, it's important that both these, you know, major cpi and pce inflation indexes are are running at least temporarily well above the fed's two percent average inflation goal over the you know over the last 12 months and and they have been above that for for several months now so uh, that is certainly a concern and you know we, we have already seen the fed policymakers start tapering their bond purchases which is removing some of the monetary policy stimulus from the economy um You know, if the Fed decides that the inflation spike is rising too high or lasting too long or or both, then I would certainly expect the Fed policymakers to start removing their monetary policy stimulus, including, you know, at some point, um, raising short-term interest rates. Um, you know, so that, you know, those are those are things to be looking at as as we go forward. You know, it's clearly important to the Fed to take you know actions sooner rather than later to, to flatten the inflationary spike before it you know, becomes an inflationary spiral and gets you know built into the economy going forward.
0: Okay, Gary. Thanks for all the information. Lots of things there to talk about and think about. Thank you so much. Talk to you in a couple weeks.
1: Okay. Sounds good, Paul. Thank you.
0: Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the San Francisco Reserve in San Francisco and currently is a visiting professor at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria, where he teaches courses in economics and finance.